Welcome to the Chosen Girl Podcast, where we believe you are made for more and you have purpose. Hey Chosen fam, welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About It. We are so honored that you've chosen to tune in this week. My name is Sarah. I'm Liz. We're so thankful that you consider yourself part of the Chosen Fam, that you follow us, you buy our merch. We are so incredibly humbled, and we cannot believe that it's almost been six months of doing Tell Me About It podcast. Like, that is crazy. It is crazy, but it's like God. Yeah, and we would love if you shared this with your friends. So if you'll screenshot this podcast, post it on your Instagram story, tag us. We would love to give you guys a shout-out. But today... We kind of gave you a little sneak peek last mm-hmm. week about what we we're going to be talking about today. And this podcast is for the girl that when she's working hard and she's hustling and she's stressed out and she's busy, she feels guilty for not getting enough rest. Mm-hmm. But then when she rests, she feels guilty for not getting work done. Yes. Because of what culture has taught us about being a boss babe, but then also having self-care. So mm-hmm. today we're going to talk about some godly rest. Amen. And how we need to do that. Because, like, honestly, when me and Liz were preparing this podcast, I was like, I want to know. Like, we're, st- we're talking to ourselves. Yes. And I think we, we literally find this because even on, I took half a day um, of work. And even during my half day off, I found myself spending half of it working. Yes. I don't know how to rest. And that's what it comes down to. And I'm like, that's so sad because the Lord calls us to do so. And he's put so many amazing examples, like even in Jesus himself, and that Jesus sought rest through so many different avenues. And um, I think that we have a lot to learn from this, just ourselves. And we hope that you all are open to learning more about rest and how to do that in in a balance as well. For sure. So last week we talked about stress. And we first talked about to find the solution of stress, we've got to find the origin of stress. And we truly believe if you can find what stresses you out, Mm -hmm. then you can also kind of mirror that and find what is gonna be your best form of rest. Mm -hmm. So this is an example. If being around people, like big crowds, like at social events, Mm -hmm. drains you and you're more of an introverted person, then maybe if you're seeking rest, you need to have some alone time with yourself, some reflection, some quiet time. That does not mean use that as an excuse to not go to church or be mm-hmm. with your Bible study. That just means, hey, maybe I need to say no to that ball game on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I shouldn't go to that social event Saturday. Mm-hmm. It just means taking some time to sit in your thoughts, reflect, eat some good food. Mm-hmm. We're firm believers of snacking. Amen. Um, but also... We need to start out by saying, what is not rest? What has culture told us is rest mm-hmm. that is not true rest? I think we should also talk about sometimes when you've been incredibly busy and you are finding a time that you're finally slowing down, that resting seems stressful at first. Right. And we, I feel like we never talk about this. And um, I've got several friends that are in the music industry, and they talk about this. They're like, I don't know what to do with myself if I'm not going a million miles an hour because we've almost forgotten how to rest in that moment. Yeah, it's real. And so I think that as we're moving forward that to recognize that, hey, I feel really lonely and that I'm not being cared for in my rest because I'm not being surrounded by all these other stressors. Wow. And that we need to recognize that and be like, skirt, hold up. Like, I need this time. I need this time to, to... spend time with like by myself and spend time investing in my relationship with the Lord because we've just spent so much time real like investing in our relationship with other people. 
Yes, you're so right. And I feel like culture and the world would have us think that the things that help us escape Mm -hmm. are a form of rest, but escape is not rest. Mm -hmm. Escape is just occupying and ignoring. Mm -hmm. When rest, I feel, is healing and clarifying. For our bodies. So, for me, it's my phone. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I'm scrolling, I am, like, not <laughs> even in the room. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm laying on my couch, I'm in my fuzzy pajamas, and I'm scrolling, and I'm looking at other people's lives, and I'm not even thinking about my own life, but yet my thoughts are going. Like, scrolling makes my thoughts just... Even though it makes me kind of feel like I'm turned off, I'm definitely turned on. Well, it's like you get that physical rest because you're not doing a lot with your body, but your mental rest. And I would almost say, I would say that mental rest is more important than physical rest in some, in some aspects. Yes. Um, because your brain controls your body. It does. And it can't do its job properly if it doesn't get a break too. And thoughts are powerful. Like if we're Mm -hmm. never giving our thoughts a rest, like, um, my husband Hunter and I were talking about this the other day. I'm so often putting thoughts into my brain like through podcasts or through just having noise on all the time Mm. I never go without noise the TV is on the I've got a podcast on I've got music on I'm surrounding myself with people all the time we're like you know we never really get to think for ourselves that much anymore and there's a time for people there's a time for podcasts Mm -hmm. there's a time for TV but you've got to give your mind time Mm -hmm. to rest and not be Ignoring the things going, the things that are going on around you, not be just in a constant state of escape by just mindlessly turning on Netflix or t- just turning on the TV and just sitting there for hours and hours and hours. Right. Yet, in a way, that's exhausting mm-hmm. because you're you may that may not be a true form of rest for some people. Right, you know, you're so right about that. It's kind of it reminds me of like I studied child development as my undergraduate degree, and it can be more fatiguing for children to sit still than it is for them to run around. Wow. And I think that can still be true for adults too. I agree with you, girl. Um, another thing that we talked about was like spending money. Yes. As a form of rest. Yes. Like it makes you feel better. Like retail therapy. <laughs> and uh, we love to think that that actually makes us feel better, but sometimes it can also make us feel worse. Um, rather that be in the form of just you shopping or shopping online, or um, which is super easy. Thanks. Unless it's at chosengirl.com. Exactly. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, sometimes it can be really hard, and even as far as going on vacation, because whenever it's time for us to rest, we're like, let's take a vacation. And yes, I'm I'm just now learning what it it's actually like to vacation for the sake of rest. But because most of my life, our vacations were based around doing an event. Yeah. And I think that it's so easy for that to still be the case. It may not be family reunions like it was for me as a child, but it may still be that all of, all of you and your girlfriends or all of you and your friends are going out on vacation and you've got all these plans and to do all these big things and you've got to look great everywhere you go and you've got to eat at the best places and you've got to do all the best things while you're in this city. And then before you know it, you come home and not only have you spent a lot more money, which you're going to have to work harder to earn right. back or you're going to have to sacrifice something else to put back into your savings. But you're also finding that you need a vacation from your vacation. Girl, yes. And sometimes that happens whenever you don't actually get to rest while you're on vacation. Or even sometimes when you're not in great company. Or the right mm. company while you're on vacation. I think that's the truth. Because isn't it true, there are so many people that when you're around them, when you leave them, you're drained. But then mm-hmm. there's also those people that when you're around them, they fill up your soul. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that is a very valid point to identify like... 
hey, evaluate your rest. If spending time with certain people drains you and you need to rest, I would say no to those mm-hmm. people. If spending time with other people fill you up, if spending time in God's Word fills you up, if listening to a podcast fills you up, sit down, be intentional with that person, be intentional mm-hmm. with that podcast, take notes, have rest, drink a cup of tea or mm-hmm. a cup of coffee, and just be there in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because I think that so many times, if we would just be in the moment, we would find that rest too. Yes. But instead, we're already thinking to the next moment mm-hmm. and the next moment, and we're stressed and we're busy and we cram our schedule, and I'm speaking to myself. Same. Like, <laughs> I put too much on my plate. I... That I can't even enjoy what I do. I can't yeah. even find rest in what should be rest. Mm-hmm. That's good. And that's I think that's true. a thief from the enemy. Like, that's a thief mm-hmm. of joy and peace. And and Liz and I were talking about earlier, too, how, you know, last week we talked about stress, how stress and anxiety and drama go mm-hmm. hand in hand, and they're all kind of like cousins of each other that mm-hmm. kind of come into your life and accompany each other. Mm-hmm. And those things drain you. Yes. We've got to be intentional with dealing with those things head on, responding not reacting mm-hmm. so that rest can still be found because how many times have y'all been laying in the bed the like the <laughs> number one place of rest is the mm-hmm. bed yeah yet you're stressed yes. your mind is racing you can't go to sleep you're losing breath because of the anxiety you have and i feel mm-hmm. like that's the enemy trying to steal our rest trying to steal the the your rest in the time of rest mm-hmm. in the place of rest yes. which is not time in your bed yeah, and you're thinking about a million other things. I think it's so important that ladies, while you're in that while you're in that space, to be intentional about turning off your brain. Um, one thing, one tool that was really helpful for me while I was in grad school, and you know, I was stressed about everything because we're underpaid and I don't get enough sleep, and you're too right. busy, and all these things are going on. I learned the power of a brain break, and for me, that was just a moment when I stepped away and I didn't work on anything. I didn't. If I was stressed about work, I just turned it off. It's not easy at first. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. You have to practice at it and you have to be diligent because when you find yourself start to think about work, say, no, I'm going to think about something else Mm -hmm. and intentionally divert your brain somewhere else. You could spend that, if it's just a five or 10 minute brain break, it could just be as little as you opening up your Bible or using your Bible app to to read some scripture or to, um, it could even be as little as you journaling or writing something down or if you need to write a nice card to a friend, that's a brain break from the things that are stressing you out and diverting that time into something that you love. Yes. And it's, a, it's almost like a reset for your brain for whenever you get ready to approach that again, that you're not, approach, that you're not reacting to those stressors. Yes. But that restful moment, even though it was just a moment, is allowing you to respond more correctly, which is just, this is tagging back into our previous episode on stress. But whenever you're resting, I'm thinking of an intentional rest, like, oh, day. I'm terrible at this. I'm going to be completely transparent. I'm terrible at taking a Saturday for myself because I think that so many other things are worth more Girl, than like I what know. I need or what Speak my house me. needs. Yes. And you know what? You're worth it. You are. Sarah, girl, you're worth Thanks, it. Thanks, girl. You are too. Thank you. Like, you are worth your Saturday. <laughs> it is okay to say no to somebody in order mm. to work on yourself, to work on your house, to work on whatever you need to, to get caught up on laundry, to binge watch that show that you've been putting off for months. It's okay to take a day yes, it is. to rest. Sundays are also 100% a day of rest. And if you need to, if, if your Sundays seem to get busy with, you know, having lunch and um, visiting with family after church, it's okay to take that a Saturday every now and then and spend that time for you. And 
even more than that, ladies, we have to be better at incorporating rest into our daily lives. Yeah. Like it's, like I said, whether it's a brain break or if that means that you're taking, like I know Sarah does a quiet time in the morning, or if you're like me and night owl and you do your quiet time at night, make sure that you take a time that you take time for rest because if not, you're going to get burnt out and so tired, um, so fast. And yes, I, I think that this is very clearly reflected in the story of Elijah. It is. Yes. Share with us, Liz. Impart your um, wisdom on us. Girl, y'all, if you turn into First um, Kings chapter 19, this is coming in more so towards the tail end of the story of Elijah. Um, if you read the previous books, um, or the previous chapters, excuse me, you learn a little bit more about who Elijah is. Um, so pretty much you have, um, you have the king and the queen, and they are... They don't like Jews. They're just like, no, this isn't, we don't like them. We're not going to worship God. We're going to worship Baal, which is pretty much a golden calf. And um, Elijah is like, hey, by the way, there's going to be a drought. You're not going to have any crops unless you turn to God. And they're kind of like, mm, no, thanks. I'm good, bruh. And <laughs> that's exactly what they say. Exactly, verbatim. Yes. <laughs> and so they, they pretty much say like, no, we're not going to do that. And they, they're, they suffer, their people suffer, the whole kingdom suffers. Um, and then um, Elijah, during that time, he runs away for like three years. And he, he's scared that they're going to kill him. And during that time, they pretty much went on a giant killing spree with all the prophets that were mm. in the land. Um, and just as a, another side note, First Kings and Second Kings really just talks about all these lineage of kings that are going through, like, through the Bible, um, and about 20 of them. And how, whether they were good, bad, if they were like, and you know, and what character points they were kind of being judged on. And so during this reign of um, Ahab, things were going terrible. Mm -hmm. And um, so, Mo uh, I almost said Moses, excuse me, Elijah, Moses isn't One here. Of them, you know, <laughs> Elijah, my bad. Um, he comes back and he says, Hey, how about I prove that my God is greater? And um, they build the two altars. Um, Ahab, and, Ahab and Jezebel build their altar. They pray um, to Baal that he'll set it on fire, right? And then when nothing happens and no, no rain comes or anything like that, no rain comes after the fire and no fire comes, um, Elijah, is he goes and he pours water all over his altar. He's just like, watch me. Like, yeah. I'll make it harder for my God. Exactly. And, he, and God and God sets everything on fire. That's crazy. And so That's after awesome. that, Jezebel is incredibly furious. And she's just like, I want, it, I want his head. I want him she's dead. She's embarrassed. Yeah. yeah she, you're right. <laughs> she is embarrassed. And she's like, this is all your fault. But the amazing thing is Elijah still prays that rain will come to save the people, to save the livestock, to save the grain, like the, the fields and everything else. Yeah. Well, Elijah gets really scared. So this is where we get into the rest part. So it's something amazing. I say all that because something amazing just happened, that God showed up in a monumental way. And not just to um, Ahab and Jezebel, but they also had about 400 other people who were dedicated in prophets of Baal. And he proved that his God was greater. And so in that moment, when he heard that Jezebel wanted to kill him and he knew that he was one of the last prophets left, he fled and he went yeah. to go hide. And he um, he gets up and he's in the woods and he... Um, he gets really scared and he falls asleep. And I'm reading right now from First Kings uh, chapter 19. Um, and he, he pretty much, he sat under a tree, he prayed, um, 
and he prayed that he might die. And he said, I have had enough, Lord. He said, take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors. And then he lay in the bush and he fell asleep. And he said, God, I'm tired. They've killed everybody. I'm the only one left. I don't know what to do. I'm stressed yeah. out. And so he fell asleep. And at once, an angel touched him and said, um, get up and eat. And he looked around and there were some fresh um, baked bread and some hot coals and jars of water. And he ate and drank and laid down again. God literally sent an angel to give him something to eat and then to allow him to rest again. Wow. And then the angel came back a second time and said, get up and eat for the journey for you is too much. So he got up and ate and drank again and strengthened by that food. He traveled for 40 days and nights, 40 days and 40 nights off of one meal. I'm like, hello. But that was God rest. That was God that rest. They prepared him for that. It really was God rest. And I really, I want to, I think it's so important that we take from this is that ladies, do not underestimate the power of a nap and a snack. But also. <laughs> That's going to be a wallpaper. Right. But, but honestly, <laughs> I, it is so important for us to, to remind ourselves that rest is important. Prayer with God is important. Yes. But spiritual rest is also important. Fearing for your life is enough to stress anybody out. Absolutely. And if you continue to read down, um, I won't give you a play-by-play, but if you continue to read through the rest of this chapter, you'll find that Elijah pretty much goes, hides in a cave. God shows up in monumental ways via fire and earthquakes and other things. And um, God asks Elijah twice. He says, what, what are you doing here, Elijah? He says it once. And then God comes back again for a second time. It's kind of like when your mom had to like call on you and be like, say something be to like, you twice. Don't make me say it again. Exactly. <laughs> and what are you doing here, Elijah? He says. And Elijah's like, God, I've been really zealous for you. Israelites have rejected you, torn down your altar, put your your, your prophet, excuse me, to death uh, by the sword. And I'm the only one left. And they're trying to kill me too. He's like, God, I'm scared. Twice he's told the Lord that he's scared. And the Lord says, you know what? Okay, I hear you. And he says, here's what I'm going to have you do. I want you to pass off this torch to Elisha. I'm going to I'm gonna allow you time yeah. to rest by passing this off because you've literally told me twice that you are tired and that you're scared and all these other things. And look how look what the Lord did. He went, allowed think, him to have rest. Yes. God could take Elijah seriously mm-hmm. because him and Elijah had a relationship. So mm-hmm. when God heard Elijah say, God, I've had enough, mm-hmm. God was like, you don't, it took twice for you to show me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I got you. I hear you. Let me, let me provide someone mm-hmm. to be the next in line for you. Yes. As one of my prophets, as one of my people. Exactly. Like, that's amazing. That's beautiful. I think something that we can learn from that too is like looking at the example of Elijah eating and getting that rest that, that was provided mm-hmm. from the angel of the Lord is that that type of rest is what fueled him. Yes. The next over a month, almost two months. Mm -hmm. So, like, what is? I think that for us to find the right kind of rest is what what is our rest producing afterwards? Yes. What kind of fruit is our rest producing? Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that's something to think about while we're resting. Mm -hmm. It's just something that's going to happen if it's a God type rest. Yeah. Um, I think it's an important question to ask ourselves if we don't rest when it's right timing Mm -hmm. and when it's the God kind of rest. What is at stake that yeah. we're missing out on that God wants us to do? Mm-hmm. If you check out our podcast on FOMO and the best yes, mm-hmm. there so is such a delicate balance between saying yes to rest and then mm-hmm. saying yes to assignment. Mm-hmm. Us encouraging each other to rest isn't saying just stop. But yeah. there's going to be seasons of our life where God is like, 
stop. Yes. But then there's going to be seasons after that where mm-hmm. he's like, okay, this is why I had you stop. Go. Yes. He will. And he will make it known to you. So that's why our rest time is almost a sort of preparation, Mm -hmm. a supernatural preparation that we don't even know what's coming. Mm -hmm. We don't know what God's preparing us for, but we better rest and accept what he's preparing us for. And be prepared. Yes. It's like you wouldn't expect to go run a marathon or anything like that after not having eaten, not having rested up, not having prepared. And that's what the yes. Lord's constantly having trying to get you to do is to, to eat, to be filled with his word, the, the best meal of all, right? Yes. And then to also like take a nap, to rest. He wants you to emotionally rest, physically rest, spiritually rest in him yes. so that you can go and do the things that he's called you to. But if you're not diligent in doing what he's called you to as far as when it comes to rest... You might miss out on a blessing, or better, even more so, miss out on a way to bless somebody else's life, mm. which could lead to an amazing blessing for so many more people. So true. So we encourage you guys to evaluate your stress, mm-hmm. find the origin, find and pray about God. Yes. What is going to be the best rest for me? Because I'll give you an example of what not to do. When I was in college, I was stressed out. Obviously, I didn't have any money because I was in college. <laughs> But I would go get my feet done from time to time mm-hmm. and attempt to relax, but it would make me stress the whole time I was doing it because I'm like, I'm going to have to pay $50 for this mm-hmm. or however much it costs, you know. So that was not good rest for me. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember setting, not even being able to enjoy a pedicure because I was afraid of how much it was going to cost. Yeah. Or I was like, man, I didn't really, I, I wasn't really wise with my money here in this situation, mm-hmm. you know. So pray about what kind of rest does God have for me? Mm -hmm. How can I identify what's stressing me out? And then also, what is God preparing me for in this rest that I can do his will better when the rest is through? Yes. That's so good. Amen. That's all. Yeah. Ladies, thank you all so much (laughs) for joining us these last couple of weeks to talk about stress and rest. Um, If you have other tips or tricks, or you would just like to tell us a little bit about your journey on finding more, how to relieve your stress with rest, let us know. Tag us. Um, If you wear our merch, let us know. We want to celebrate you. Um, Don't forget to download our app. We have so many free resources that are on there that we want you to check out, that we upload new content all the time, weekly. Um, So check that out. We love you so much. If you have prayer requests, be sure to drop those to us as well. We want to pray with you. We are a family here at Chosen Girl. Absolutely, girl. Um, And and we just want you to know that we love you so much. Thank you so much for, for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode. Remember to subscribe to Lutheran Encouragement at thechosengirl.com. Now go out and live that chosen life from here, friends. We'll meet back here next week.